Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, episode 84. I'm Nick Cole. I'm Single White Medusa. Nice. We are sitting in a secret cul-de-sac at the edge of the wilderness, having a nice... uh, I gotta say, Starbucks makes a pretty mean pumpkin spice cold brew. We recommend half syrup. Half syrup. Just only, not because we're like, don't have too much sugar, but just because... Kind of the perfect balance, I think. And I recommend getting it with a girlfriend so that you can justify the level of estrogen that it takes to <laughs> order this <laughs> this drink. Because normally, pretty fine with a nice cappuccino, Americano, an Americano, a red eye. A red eye. <laughs> but here I am, you know, it's almost Han Solo season, in which all the girls... Oh, yeah. uh, put on their boots and their jeans and their white shirt and their vest and get white girl pumpkin spice. It's it's always a good outfit uniform. I mean, you know, we do it because it works. It's a good one. <laughs> cliche is because cliche works. Exactly. So it was a pretty interesting weekend. We did a lot of deep diving because uh, things are crazy, man. And uh, we wanted to we wanted to go there. We wanted to go to Crazy Town. We wanted to kind of find out what was going on. I mean, honestly, we listened to so many sort of radical, like really kind of like stuff that in any other year, again, I'd say like all this is out there. But then yesterday, Facebook just tanked, and we can talk about that and everything like that. But the the thing that I noted, the takeaway was the level of rejoicing. Yeah. That we all had that Facebook just nosedived. Now, was that schadenfreude? Schadenfreude is the German word um, for when you find yourself unreasonably happy at the failure of others. Um, and I'll leave that right there because there's another word I use, but mom listens to this podcast. So mm-hmm. schadenfreude. And, uh, and just that's what I noticed with everybody is that uh, we all generally rejoiced that Facebook nosedived and that they were suffering and that there seemed to be some sort of keystone cops aspect to the entire thing. They couldn't get into their offices because their keywords didn't work. And like there's some larger ramifications. And, I, and I'm interested in like, well, who was behind this? Who did this the night after the Facebook quote unquote whistleblower? <laughs> um, came out to say, you know, the problem with Facebook is that Facebook doesn't censor enough. I used to use that excuse when I would apply for jobs yeah. after the military. And they would ask me, they would say, like, you know, okay, you've told us what a great guy you are and, you know, showing up at the right time in the right uniform with the ready tools to work. Can you tell us about one of your weaknesses? <laughs> and the pro move was to go, well... I think honestly, and you'll find this unusual, but whenever I get on with an enterprise and an organization, maybe it's just my military training guy at Chili's who's about to hire me for a minimum wage job in which I will bring people their salsa and tortilla chips and their Cadillac margarita and then their double fajitas and their their weirdo sundae and then spit the check out of my mouth like that was the Chili standard, like they wanted you to literally give people the check within 12 minutes um, of them sitting down. Like they had this whole like thing and they wanted you out of there and all that kind of stuff. And so what I would say, like when I'd go to these kind of interviews is I'd say, I think what my weakness is, 
and I'll try to say this with a straight face because I can barely say it anymore. <laughs> but at the time, I needed that job, so I could I could really I knew that I knew then that I was a qualified actor when I could deliver this line, and I would say, I think my pro my my biggest you know weakness that I'm going to bring to this is that I care too much when I get involved with an organization. I find myself going above and beyond about you know, thinking about the, the ways to improve my efficiency at work. And I really invest in an organization. And, and some have commented that it's almost like I care too much. So I think that's what I bring to the table. <laughs> what are you going to say? I love to smoke and drink and hit on the chicks in the line? Like, no, they're not going to hire you for that. But And uh, I, I would say it worked pretty well. You You got hired for quite a number of waiter jobs in your day yeah i was good at it yeah i was good at waiter jobs were great because you could you could still go to auditions you met you met cute chicks you got free food i only ate one meal a day and uh it was pretty fun and i liked nights i like working at nights don't like working in the morning yeah and as you said it was like an atm machine you know yeah it was like it yeah bring some cash home yeah and i got some pretty good jobs like that were really big atm machines every night so but I ultimately found like that wasn't taking me anywhere, so yeah. it's time to get on my horse and do some acting and do some writing and get out there on the range. But that was that girl, that Facebook employee, the pretend. That's right. We got pretend come. brave yeah. whistleblower. So she comes around <laughs> and she says my line to yeah. 60 minutes. You know the problem is is that Facebook doesn't censor enough. <laughs> and like here's the rest of us who have been censored. You know, throttled for 30 days. I haven't been able to run ads on Facebook for five years. Um, I was accused of being a Russian hacker in Trump's election. And 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 there it, it is interesting. There was some weird shenanigans with my Amazon account. Like, there were people logging in from Russia and stuff like that. So, hey, maybe. I don't know. But somehow I was then never able to run ads. And at the time, as a writer, that was a real blow because ads were kind of a new thing for us and it was great and there were people that were making it work but the great thing is god saved me from that because really ads as a writer are just a massive con and i've i've seen people treat ads like e-trade 1999 and just lose their shirt so i was really glad that i couldn't run it like in hindsight it was that was that was really god looking out for me um by getting me labeled as a russian hacker and censored by facebook and you know, all these things, but uh, it's just hilarious, like, literally, and, oh, and it turns out this chick was on the, like, trust and safety committee in 2020, so she literally, like, greenlit, you know, and, and advanced the suppression of the Hunter Biden story, yet she says the biggest problem, you know, they, they use all those, um, whenever someone says hate speech, you know it's bullshit total bullshit there's not like hey as someone has said ask them to define what hate speech is and they can never define it but they'll always use it as mjolnir thor's hammer um to just wail on you if they don't like your your stuff so uh that was that was that was that chick gets uh the gall of the year award and um man man was she an ugly inside person yeah. So oh, what right. a what a what a <laughs> right. giant what a giant liar who lies, you know, like it's almost that, you know, John Mulaney bit, you know, like so I told him um, what Facebook needs is to censor more, you know, like a liar who lies dot does. <laughs> <laughs> so that chick was pretty funny because I think everybody here uh, participating in this um, cult that we've got going on in control revolt 
the podcast. The Signal Channel is lit. Like, the Signal Channel is now like a Hydra. Like, <laughs> that Signal Channel is out of control, and I love it, and everybody's having a great time there. So if you if you want to go and just say a lot of stuff that will get you banned or link up with other uh, undesirables, it's basically the Kelly's Heroes of, internet, of, of the internet. I really like the signal. I like kind of just watching what's going on there. But um, I think all of us have been throttled or banned to some extent. And so to have this, you know, just total little Susie Hall monitor, you know she was. You know she was a total Hall monitor. You know she was like captain of the drill team. You know, you know, she was totally informing on the cheerleaders when they partied that weekend and got lit and, you know, had cheerleader fun. Um, you know, she was the first to inform, the first to get everybody banned. So here she is, you know, just saying we all need to be censored more. And that's really the path to freedom. The path to freedom is more suppression. Arbeiten es macht frei. Work will make you free. <laughs> exactly. That's what the Germans wrote over the, the concentration camp. Whoa. Yeah, Arbeiten es macht frei. That's crazy. And the signal thing also was like the perfect illustration of like, hey, um, aren't we glad that we all got together on this platform already? Because now we still have a way to talk. What like, you know, if you were someone who was just on Facebook still, you were like, oh, my gosh, I can't communicate with anyone <laughs> my online. Favorite, my favorite was Bill G's comment. What was that? He said, he said, but I was told that I was told that the Internet was uncancelable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yes, there were a few wonderful people that noted that I called all this. It's another me call. And you guys, I'm not I'm not a I'm not arrogant. I'm not not that guy or anything. I literally would like to now stop being right um, because it's just getting nuts. It's getting nuts. But yeah, I did say a few months ago, they can turn off the internet and I big put big quotes around that. And then people were like, you can't turn off the internet. I'm like, I get it. I get that. You can't turn off the internet, but it turns out for about 95% of the population, you can turn off the internet. All you have to do is delete Facebook's routing or whatever the hell went on. And guess what? A lot of people can't get on the internet. Um, there are other more severe techniques and, and there's been some great discussion over there. And I've actually seen some people converted who were sort of true believers. And I do believe that, yes, you can still access the dark net and there are other things that you can do, but there is a certain level of sophistication that you would need with uh, these fancy computing devices to make that happen. If you are a Steve Jobs, one button is enough kind of person, you are S-O-L. And because mom listens to the podcast, we won't tell you what S-O-L is, but you can figure it out. <laughs> and what I look forward to is mom will call me tonight and go, Bo, what does S-O-L mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, another fun thing sort of like a good whistleblower, but not actually whistleblower, more like the other kind of Project Veritas thing that they do. Where, yeah. Where they uh, um, get someone without them knowing it. Uh, tell the truth. <laughs> the truth that they're not supposed to tell. To tell the truth. Uh, so that Pfizer one was pretty interesting. Yeah, why don't you recap that? Well, this one had, th I think, three different pretty high level either scientists or I think one was maybe an executive um, but three pretty high level people from Pfizer that all got caught out admitting that you know mainly natural immunity is better than 
what the vaccine is doing and um pretty like what else what else do you remember like that was uh specific? natural immunity is better uh they wouldn't take the vaccine um the the covid the 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 pharma companies are now like mainlining pure covid money yeah yeah and and um just just really some jacked up stuff but everybody always says you know oh you know the germans they're you know not all the germans were involved and i didn't know what was going on out there in the woods with the trains but here you have these people that like you know they they are literally biochemists and working at pfizer and blah 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 and they know there's a problem one chick in there says well what about uh, all this pericarditis myocarditis and I can never say those words, but heart inflammation. And they go, oh, that's that's mainly for young people. And uh, she goes, well, well, what's that about? And the guy goes, oh, well, we're looking into that. So aware of a problem in which young people are having their entire lives ruined by heart inflammation and scarring and, you know, division two level athletes no longer able to play. Their lives are ruined. I'm not I'm not maybe they can rebuild. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. But that's pretty, pretty devastating on after two years of just being ma- sidelined um, because uh, cranky Joe Biden needed to win an election and couldn't campaign. Um, and we see how that's worked out for everybody. Right. That's a bang up job. Um, but uh, still, every, you know, still doubling down. Kids need the shots. Little kids need the shots. Everybody needs the shots. But there is this level of death and injury that we're not allowed to talk about and 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 all these guys are at bars and having food and living their best lives they were all across the board here's the one thing i noticed they're all betas yeah they're yeah. all betas that is true and uh they're getting paychecks a lot of america isn't getting a paycheck a lot of america's getting fired mm-hmm. and here are the good little nazis and yeah i said nazis uh sending people off to the death camp except it's a death shot and uh, knowing that there's a problem, they know what's going on inside the ovens, inside the shot, and they're cool with that. They're not trying to score with this chick who is just honeypotting them like no tomorrow. We never. And <laughs> and I honestly do in a in a. I'm gonna I'm gonna back off from Schadenfreude because I don't think you're actually supposed to be like that. But uh, I hope their lives are ruined for doing this. I hope that they get a good metaphorical life punch right in the face and they get sidelined they get benched and they need to think about their actions and their commitment to society and that you don't just go take a paycheck um, because you came out of an ivy league medicine school and and you're cool with people like that there are oaths that you take and that you are as john dunn said you know involved in the main of humanity and the death of one man diminishes me and no man is an island you know like maybe they should go back to teaching that 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 kind of poetry maybe that's what people need instead of uh how to how to be how to how to identify racism in your vegan sewing collective <laughs> maybe you need to learn like some poetry about how how much mankind is connected and and your obligation to people and duty and honor and integrity and and all these things that you're supposed to stand for instead of just taking a paycheck trying to go out and score on grinder tinder whatever the hell it is that you're doing and uh, knowing that there's a problem and knowing you're killing people, but you got your paycheck, you're living your best life with your little girly ass drink you're drinking. Man, I'd like to fly through that video and just punch every one of them in the face. <laughs> I would just I love to punch every one of them in the face 
And because I worked out hardcore today and stacked steel, my level could do it, man. You'd do some major damage. I, I was going to say. Ruin them! <laughs> we never get to see what the girl looks like, probably so they can keep using her, obviously. I got to guess. I got to guess using what her, she you know looks what I mean? like. Utilizing her. I got to guess what she well, looks like. Well, I was going like. to say, she must be really pretty because <laughs> no, she gets dates no, with because, all these guys no, and beca- gets them to talk. No, because if she was really pretty. See, that's the thing about spy stuff people don't understand. It's not James Bond. You're not striking. Hey, maybe in super cool levels it is and everything like that. But usually when you're doing spy stuff, you're you're to look the opposite of it, which is effectively what she's doing. And um, she is she is most likely smaller. Um, she is pretty, but not strikingly pretty. And um, she has an openness that mm-hmm. makes them think that like. You know, oh, but she's stronger than them, you know, and so they're definitely auditioning for them. But like she she's not a knockout stunner. She's very pretty. I don't want to put her down. She's she's probably very pretty. But I'm just saying she has to be non-threatening enough that they Mm. think that they have a chance. Yeah. So that they spill like if she was too pretty, like, you know, they'd be like, ah, shit, this is what they're warning me about in the secret, which apparently they all have to sit in big classes and be warned about the stuff that they're actually doing. And then like, you know, average privates in 1980s Germany, they just go right out and fall in love with the (laughs) Russian hooker, you know, like, okay, I'll give you the FM manual on how to fire the AG, you know, AT4. Here it is. Soviet lady. I know, because the one guy even was like, oh man, I signed total major NDAs on this, but here goes. But I gotta be a big man! <laughs> um, I think the other thing she does, you can tell, she usually acts just dumb enough. Like, she acts and like, oh, well, so I don't understand this part of it. Well, how do they do that? And well, like, she, she doesn't lays quite out get the, it. I'm worried about me, and they're like, oh, here, let me help you, little lady. <laughs> Let me tell you how to let me buy you a pack of gum and show you how to chew it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so good, good. I hope everybody. I hope everybody had a great Monday at, at your little Pfizer company. Oh. I hope that you are home in the shower, naked, crying with a bottle of tequila, knowing that you are in big trouble. And most likely, I'm going to give you a warning. If any of you guys listen to this, I would seriously consider that you're probably going to end up dead. What do you mean? Oh yeah, Pfizer will whack you. Yeah, what? you're you're. What do you gonna... mean for listening to our show? No, 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 for for spilling the 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 beans. Oh, oh, I see. Oh yeah, yeah, you're gonna have a car accident, or you're gonna overdose tonight, or something like that. Like, hey, I could be wrong, but if I were you, I'd be real worried. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's how those guys play. That's how the big boys play. Yeah. A lot of people mysteriously die working for big corporations, and that's just not a TV episode. Wow. Seth Rich! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh, reporter exploded and, and, and after like, I've got a big story, everybody, but I'm getting some takeout from Pizzeria Matza, and then I'm driving down La Cienega, and oh my gosh, my car is going 90 miles an hour and hits a palm tree and bursts into flame, and he was suicidal and he was on drugs. Like what people were saying about Facebook when but they he was thought... was just about to tell you about Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Well... The other interesting thing, major I like how you keep this on the rails. (laughs) Well, because there's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. We did like a double deep dive. We did. With that Dr. David Martin, Mm -hmm. who some of you guys might recognize the way he looks if you don't recognize his name. Possibly. Bowtie, bald, sort of Daddy Warbucks, affecting the Daddy Warbucks thing. And his main thing that he's done a lot of interviews about 
and I do think he's really smart in this area and he has a lot of interesting stuff to say is about he has investigated all the patents that like people like Fauci have gotten all through the years like since the 1980s the NIH the like all that stuff all these patents on viruses and vaccines and everything like that and has followed that trail I think he even goes more like investigating the patents is a really excellent asymmetrical way to find out what people are doing um, because it tells you right there in the patents what they're doing but most of most of humanity relies on the fact that no one reads documents go back to Fauci citing the efficacy of remdesivir and citing a specific study and saying well we've looked at remdesivir and it's really an excellent candidate to uh, be an anti-inflammatory. And so that's why we're... And so then you look at... Some people actually read that study, and all that study says is remdesivir killed 57 people. Yeah, it did the worst. And he used it to say, like, this is why we should be using it, but whatever the hell you do, don't use ivermectin. Now, Pfizermectin is coming out, and it's one molecule different, and that makes it better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um... I think the other thing that he talked about that was kind of interesting was the life insurance angle. Yes. And, um, his 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 comment is that uh, I mean that was the second the second deep dive, but there was a first deep dive that had some more interesting things in there. But but we listened to another speech that he gave in Yuba City, and and his contention was that at the end of the day, it is actually the insurance companies that are behind the whole thing because you know they want to make money on predicting people's lifespan and more importantly controlling people's lifespan and and that's why and and he made you know some pretty excellent arguments i ran it by somebody in the insurance industry and you know they they had negative thoughts about it uh, or it was a former insurance person who is now um now in a ministry position so he's much more honest and everything like that but he he said it was kind of like no he didn't agree with it but we'll post that video because I think you should listen to it and check it out. And it was a really great talk. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was, though, in the first interview, he talked a little bit about life insurance in a different way. And, like, the interesting oh, thing yeah. with that one was that there were no excess deaths. Yeah, that was the big one. So, so remember... Uh, 2019, uh, COVID doesn't exist, even though it's killing everybody in, in China at the World Games and around the world. COVID doesn't exist. And then in 2020, people are dying in the streets of China. There's going to be a 4 to 11% death of the people across the United States. We could even lose 25%. We've got to lock down everything, you know, unless you're the Democrats and you're supposed to go to China, Chinatown and fight racism by gathering in the streets and coughing and inhaling each other and don't wear masks because Fauci said don't wear masks, except it turned out that you needed to wear masks, but he was lying to you. But don't worry, it was a good lie because they needed the PPE for him and his people, not you. Now, you and your two-year-old kid need to wear a mask when you're swimming, and you and your husband need to make a mask while we wear a mask while you're making love. You need to wear a mask between bites. You need to wear 27 masks all the time, except there was this cool study that came out. And uh, SF Gate, not a bastion of uh, right-wing publishing. And the SF stands for San Francisco. So in California, San Francisco means, you know, tinfoil hat, eat your own poop liberal. And basically they studied LA and Orange County. Now, 
many of you don't know, you think California is all a bunch of crazy people. Well, they don't call us in Orange County the Kentucky of California for nothing. We're very hardcore right wing. Don't even look at the voting things because everything's a con. But most of us are pretty hardcore right wing, too right wing, too moderate. You know, a lot of, you know, concealed carry counties, you know, we're very, we're very cool people. And so they looked, we're, we're not, we have like, we have rebelled. You've heard about Huntington Beach, Newport Beach. This is where Trump came to do his speech during, during the election run up. He went to Palmer Lucky's house. That's the guy who sued Facebook because they wouldn't let him be a conservative. And Zuckerberg said, oh, you can't have those kind of politics and work here. And then he got 20 million out of Zuck because Zuck's an idiot. Um, so they, um, did the study and they looked at mass and they found that, uh, Orange County and LA's infection rates, uh, were, um, hospitalization rates were roughly the same, except Orange County's case count was much lower and, uh, or and our vax rate was pretty equal and our so vax rate was pretty equal. And yeah. so we don't do mass and LA County does and LA County's having a rougher time of it. So, um, they don't tell you those things. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know, more and more information is starting to come out, whether they like it or whether they like it or not. So yeah, there was a couple other things in that first one that the, um, the insurance rates were interesting because all through 2020, when we were told wave of death need to destroy your economy, need to, um, imprison your children and your family need to live in fear, no Christmas, no summer, no Super Bowl, all bad, bad. Oh, unless you're BLM or Barack Obama or a liberal mayor, you can do all those things. All of you, the rest of you, super spreader event, death Texas, death Santis, death Abbott, you know, all that stuff. And it turns out that the masks don't work. But more importantly, it turns out, according to insurance statistics, and remember, insurance knows everything. Go back and look at Fight Club in the opening monologue. Insurance makes its bones on knowing everything that's happening predictively by knowing everything, by knowing the stats on everything constantly. Okay, so th- so in 2020 and 2021, no excess. Oh, wait. 2020, no excess deaths. 2021, rising excess deaths due... To, I don't know. I think it just I think COVID just got really bad that year because yeah. there was no difference <laughs> between no. 2000 and 2021. There was no uh, I mean, there was was there was there more crops, you know, chemtrails? Was there more? Uh, I think we, were we out of tinfoil so people couldn't wear their tinfoil hats? The radio said no. What was the difference? What was the difference between 2020, 2021? Oh, oh, I know. I know. OK, you, Miss Fernandez, in the front row. More vaccines. More vaccines. <laughs> more death. 2020, the insurance industry says, nope, level of death is the same as it's always been. Uh, that COVID really didn't kill anybody. Oh, but there was no flu. Remember that? There was no flu. But then 2021, rising deaths. And the only difference that I can kind of look at in society um, is that the vaccine was there. So, again, there we are moving towards this moment where there is this preponderance of evidence making the case that I don't think government or big tech or the media, I don't think they have our best interests at heart. I think that they're lying to us. And then yesterday, Merrick Garland says, if the parents aren't going to behave, we're going to sick the FBI on them. 
It's kind of funny how, like, the FBI is becoming the boogeyman. The FBI is used on the patriots. The FBI is used on the parents. I'm cool, not so cool, really, with the FBI getting used on the patriots, but I'm going to have strong feelings if the FBI starts going after... um, moms who are worried about their kids that's that whether you know here's the big picture the reason you have civilization is moms um you have civilization because women make children and then women need those children to be protected if it were left up to men i'm not kidding we would just kick a cut off head around in a field full of mud and be pretty happy <laughs> like we don't care about walls all of that is a big hassle to us but we really do like women so we are willing to play this civilization game for you which means i'm gonna need running water i'm gonna need a wall you know metaphorically used to be a literal wall you have civilization because of women so when you make this final tick of like the fbi is going to go after all the mama grizzlies because the mama grizzlies are worried about their kids. Guess what? You just done fucked up. Sorry, mom. But that's you are now attacking the core of civilization. And my opinion is if this isn't the end game of this government, it needs to be. That's the line in the sand. You're you're all looking for a big line in the sand. There it is right there. The moment that they start arresting mothers because the mothers have concerns for their children. And stuff like that. And and use, using this pretext. Oh, you know, uh, what's a good mom name? Kim? Sure. Kim. Kim was mixing up fertilizer in the bathroom to bomb the PTA. You know, they'll come up with all this all this pucky. See? I toned it down. Um, to make it seem like all the moms are now Timothy McVeigh, but it's all bullshit. They're literally, like, they literally, like, when, when that congressman got the Health and Human Services Secretary up there and, you know, said, do you do you believe parents are the primary care providers for children? And, and the guy would not relent and just kept calling them important. It tells you everything, that the state is desperate to get its hands on your children. And now we know what must not happen. They must not get their hands on our children. I would rather have no government and a series of smoking craters where once there were cities uh, and even a government then have what Australia is doing to children having them you know let off into stadiums to have medical procedures these people you know like when you look at the amount of child sexual abuse scandals involving both public both political parties and this is not like whether you believe in the Pizzagate thing or not I have a tendency to now I've been converted but there are literally like court cases that have been decided where in on both sides where this kind of behavior has gone on at all levels from municipal to state to federal the abuse of children and now these people are saying they should be involved they should be the prime they should have the responsibility you just have the kids you just pay for them and we abuse them nope full stop that's the end of this society that's the end of this culture we need to fix that right now this is like if you need a line I'm telling you, this is the line. You don't fight for this line. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I think like Steve Bannon called it a little while back. He's like, this will be the point where it kind of really becomes civil war, I think is is how he put it, with like the moms. Like when the moms, you know, when you start to come after their children, they will 
there will be a huge rise up. And obviously we see that going on right now. And now we see that they're trying to fight back against it. But moms are not like moms will not back down when you're after their kids. So I don't know, like, I don't think they're going to succeed in this. And there are too many people. You can't arrest everyone. Like there's, well, I was going to say there's not enough room in the jails, but there are these camps. So (laughs) I don't know, but you know what I mean? Like you can't arrest everyone. And this is pretty widespread. Well, no, they have no intention of arresting everybody. They're going to dig slit trenches and they're not even going to waste the bullets. They're going to push people in and then they're going to push the dirt over them. And if you don't think that's happened before, it has. And if you don't think that that doesn't happen right now, it actually does. And we've seen a group of people, as we've we've illustrated at the very beginning of this, who literally with the Project Veritas videos are in possession of the truth and are out trying to score at the Chili's, TGI Fridays, knowing that there's a wave of death, just just crippling kids. Oh, don't worry. The uh, heart inflammation is just young people, like spoken like true mummy lich vampires, you know, like a society that doesn't protect the children, that doesn't eat it, you know, for the children so that they can have some kind of life. It, it, it ain't a society I want to be a part of. But here we have the little beta males, the little, you know, good Nazis, the little good Nazi foot soldiers out there getting their checks and willing to expend the youth so that one, and this is what this is all about, so that one group of people call it a political party and overstate a deep state or, you know, Bilderberg or the globalist elites or whatever, it is probably all the same thing. They're willing to take that kid who's a Division II athlete who had dreams of going to some school, who now has heart inflammation and can barely speak above a whisper and and is breathless, and they're willing to sacrifice him so that they can have power. That's broken to me. That's you know that's not power. That's domination. Power is something you get when you lead so effectively that the society idolizes you not idolizes isn't a good word adores you or reposes amount an amount of trust in you because you have integrity you have you have honor you have you have displayed these things you have shown these things and you have earned their trust that's true power and and that's you know you in certain societies in all societies you have to have that level of someone and power Someone's got to decide what's going to get done. Someone's got to go out and be the war leader. Someone's got to tell people to go down in the sewers and clean out the big fat poop, you know, block, all that kind of stuff. That has to be done in a human society. But what you want is someone who is closer to a benevolent dictator than someone who just really wants to be big. Now, that was a quote that that Ted uh, Ted Turner said, I think like in 1990, he said, you know, I have money. And I have stuff, but what I want now is power. I want to feel what it's like to be really big. And that's a that's a point that was made this weekend when someone was asking if Fauci was a billionaire. And, and, and because Fauci has actually moved about $191 billion through his hands in distribution to various different, you know, Frankensteinian you know, let's spray bats with COVID crystals and hope nothing bad happens. And imagine all the stuff that they're working on. You know, I used to say like when I was a kid or you know, not a kid, but like I used to say about 20 years ago, imagine what video games will be like in 20 years. Cause they were pretty cool about 20 years ago. Spoiler. It didn't live up to the hype, but, um, 
sometimes when you're excited about something, you always say, like, imagine what this thing will be like in 20 years if we keep doing this, kind of like people said in 68 with the Apollo program, like 69. Like, imagine imagine what we can do in 20 years. Well, what happened? We didn't do much. We invented the space shuttle, and that was a piece of crap with a four-megabyte computer when we already had bigger computing systems um, because government, that's government helping. That's that's government getting involved. The government that now wants to run your health, the government that now wants to tell you to live in the pod, eat the bugs, and uh, live on, on digital dollars. Like, imagine what Frankensteinian stuff they're thinking up that's in the patents that's in the that's in the papers that they're proposing if if covid was that and it's almost you know destroyed the world not necessarily the virus but the effect of it has almost destroyed the world china's on the verge of going to war and it's collapsing at the same time freedom and the constitution and the bill of rights have 100% disappeared within the united states of america we have a judiciary that is now will give will give unfair justice to the people it sides with and will give no justice to the people it disagrees with. We have politicians that represent only the people that they have elected and look at you as a deplorable enemy that should be in camps and should be re-educated and should have your children taken away. So imagine what all of this is going to look like in 20 years. I don't want to know, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> it's pretty grim. But the other thing that I had. <laughs> Tell it to me. Um, since you love to talk about Tiffany Dover. Tiffany Dover, that's right. There was that little tidbit. We're going to put that video in there. That was a fun video. Yeah. So this guy that is equally obsessed with the Tiffany Dover situation. He and I are the Tiffany Dover cult. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's sort of this deadpan IT guy. No, not IT. He's a developer, software developer. His delivery is spot on because it's so sarcastic not buying it. So what he had done in, in the recent past is send Tiffany Dover like a personal message through Facebook. Yeah. Or instant, what do you call that? Instant. Basically, are you dead, not dead, check yes. And so, like, he sent her messages to her. And and we all know that, like, because we're all good at, enough at Facebook and messaging to know when someone has seen your message, when your message has been delivered. But for the longest time, his message was not delivered. Then, out of the blue, about 1,400 and some odd photos suddenly got dumped onto her timeline showing her kids. Now, the effect of this is to say, oh, look, look how much Tiffany loves her kids. Her kids are growing up and taking pictures, and she's such a selfless mom. She's not in any of the pictures, but look how much she loves her kids. Except as the developer guy who's familiar with develops developments and apps and software says... And he does state his own weakness. He's like, I'm not a Facebook master, but I do design these things. And I find it odd that all of these photos were dumped on the same day in 2013. Even though clearly her children are older now because he basically points out in 2011, they were little kids like toddlers and like little girls. 
And now these are updated, probably what are most likely current day photos, except they were all dumped in 2013. Now, we all know this. If you go into your photo app and you look at it, you can go through, scroll through the years and the albums and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes it's really weird, but sometimes Facebook will figure it out on its own. And it'll, like people have get, sent me older photos and it'll date it back like, oh, that's 1978 and stuff like that. So how does it do that? There's a variety of ways it could do it just by scanning the image and looking at um, color processes and things like that that were used at the time. I don't know. But the main thing is the algorithm's pretty good at cataloging, identifying, and accounting for the year in which photos were taken, where they were taken, and stuff like that. So it's odd that current day photos would be dumped into her account on Facebook with a 2013 timestamp. And so what he theorizes is looking at his message, which means she's never actually looked at her messenger app, and then taking in the 2013 photo dump, which contains current day photos most likely of her children. What that indicates is that someone at Facebook is going through the app instead of actually logging into her profile and updating things and adding and just dumping these photos and stuff like that. So what that tells you is Facebook is complicit in the deception. Um, and what is the deception? The deception is that Tiffany Dover, I think it was on about December 28th or something like that, catching people up, is this nurse back in Tennessee, and uh, she gets the COVID shot on live TV in front of everybody, because remember, oh, feeling so, hashtag blessed, I got the COVID shot, you know, the, um, I mean, we're all safe now, remember that carrot that was dangled, normal life can resume. You can all have your life back. You don't have to wear masks. Oh, you got to wear masks. You can go to Super Bowls and concerts. Oh, it's still super spreader event. Now you got Fauci going, ah, Christmas. I can't make the call on Christmas. Spoiler, Fauci's going to say, Christmas is canceled. <laughs> Single white Medusa goes for the impression. And you should know she's not a big impression person. Not a big person. impression person. That was like I was in, I wanted... <laughs> I wanted to throttle you. That was so good. <laughs> I wanted to wring your little chicken neck, Fauci. But then I looked over and it was you. It's me. No Christmas. So so what the the deception again is that that Tiffany Tover took the shot and on camera you can see that something happens within her head, brain, mind, and then she passes out. But watch the video. She is not having a good time of it. This is not a faint. That's different. Usually when people faint, they just they just go over. She is having what looks like a major ice cream headache. And then she goes. And my contention is she died right there in front of everybody. But then they went, whoever, her hospital, her family, Big Pharma, the people putting on that publicity media event, went to great lengths for the next month and a half to convince you, I mean really big lengths, to convince you that Tiffany Dover was still alive. Talk about one of those things that really bothered you was the friend. Well, because they tried to post pictures shortly after the fact saying, see, here's Tiffany back at work, you know, but wearing scrubs, got the face mask on so you can't see very well. And like this guy did another video. That's how we discovered him and how we kind of learned about the Tiffany Dover thing more like he compares the two in, like in a lot of ways and like goes through in detail. Yeah, it's true it's, that Tiffany and her friend 
Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of girls have a tendency. Sometimes they look like their friend. Oh, we look alike. We're twins. We're sisters. Like they they look a little alike. Yeah, there was some similar. There's enough that. that you could fool people who don't look that close. Remember, no one's reading the patent things. No one's reading Fauci's thing. No one reads the end user agreement. I didn't even read the end user agreement on some apps I just downloaded. You know, we don't do that. Maybe we should. But this guy went in. A lot of people went in and looked at it. And it is clearly her friend. Yeah, it is not it is. Tiffany. Yeah. And so the family, we've got to label them in there. Um, the pharmacy company, the her workplace environment, all of these people went to great lengths to convince you that the friend was Tiffany Dover. Then later they put out ski trip photos. And they seem to be older photos. But they're trying to tell you that these were just taken. Again, all of this gets solved if Tiffany would just make a video. And you could actually do that with deep fake. But they don't even do that because they know that the, the attention cycle of America has passed on. But my contention is this. Tiffany Dover is the linchpin because it exposes the deception from the beginning. She was the first publicly hurt person. It was right there up front for the entire world to see. The news media in that moment could not help but carry it and we all saw it and then it was memory hold it was obscured it was lied about and it's still being lied about because we're still answering those questions and i hope it's like al capone's tax returns it could be that thing that in the end it undoes them but that was the deception and here we are a year and a half later almost two years later in a few months and they're still playing this game, but now we know Facebook's involved in it because I doubt that Facebook is going to let someone have the keys to the kingdom, meaning coming through the app instead of just law. Like it, it, it could, yeah. Or like, yeah. Or someone like could have stolen or hacked her account that see if I was running this operation, I would have gone through her account and that way the plausible deniability down the road could have been, Hey, her account was hacked by some scumbag in Hungary. No, they went through the app itself, the ironclad sacred app that, you know, is defended in a vault and all these kinds of things. Someone, it's basically saying someone inside Facebook is taking the time to just dump photos in there to convince people who don't look closely that she is alive and posting pictures. But again, whenever you hire wage slaves and and people are stupider now. And a lot of the people, they're not the smart kids. The people who were like, look at them yesterday. They totally got pwned. Pwned. Um, in the Pfizer video? In the fi- no. In, oh, well, they're in getting the, pwned in the yeah. Pfizer video. But, yeah, but they got Facebook pwned video. with the Facebook shutdown. Yeah. So, of course, you're like, hey, Scotty, we got to do the thing where we put the photos in the dead chick's file. Can you get that done? Well, come on. I was going to go to a, I was going to go to a meeting about... Not sexually harassing uh, anybody, and then there was gonna be, you know, that voice <laughs> crapped out. You know, just Scotty, who doesn't even know what gender he is. You give him the task, and he's too busy looking at gay porn, and watching dudes kiss and and crying over the next Star Wars revelation, and so he just goes, okay, I put the twenty four thousand photos in there. You know, on probably the date she made an account, you know, or something like that. But he screwed. Like, you could have gone through, Scotty, and dumped it at different times. You have the keys to the kingdom. But you're an idiot, Scotty. And that's why we should all take a little bit of hope in this. 
because the side that we're playing against is not prepared, they're not trained, and at the end of the day, they are a slave army. And you, as I was saying the other day, you are a human being. They are transhuman now, and I think we need to begin talking about that. They've taken the shot, they've embraced transhumanism. There's a great video you can watch online about this total uh, freak tranny harassing some poor uh, Mexican guy at Sonic because he called her, you know, like this side is distracted by their slavery. You in the voice of Mick from Rocky, you are a wrecking machine rock. You are a survival machine and, and you're out there on this channel and we're all talking about this stuff. You are compiling information constantly. You are intent on saving the inner circle of your family and the sacred flame of your freedom. You are a survival machine and you are playing against an overwhelming army of zombies. But they're zombies and you're a wrecking machine. So you have that. Don't lose heart. You have that. You're seeing these things. People on your side are seeing these things. We are not alone. We are not isolated. If you go out and just have the courage and the bravery to start talking to people, you will find fractures in what you think is the collective enemy strength. You will find that a lot of people might be sympathetic. You will find that some people are actually on your side. They're frightened to death. Getting together to communicate allows us to move and use the other word, shoot. And I'm talking, you know, like ideas. You know, shooting is ideas, not real guns. You know, but then again, I can't be safe or not censored on this channel. So maybe it is going to come down to, to shooting, moving, and communicating. But communication is a really big, you know, fundamental aspect of warfare. And so begin to communicate. Begin to learn these things. But what the Tiffany Dover latest update tells us, and we'll put that video in there so you can watch it. It's great. Is that the other side isn't bringing their A game because they're a slave army. And you are a free person. And the free person in possession of the truth, is a wrecking machine. And that's the podcast.